0: Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. It is time for some NFL DFS action in the 2021 season. I am Andrew Hanson. You saw me a lot last year. And today you get a a fun introduction to Joe Stanton. He's been crushing it behind the scenes for us. And now he's going to join me for the Thursday night football breakdown between the defending champion Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Dallas Cowboys. Mr. Stanton, thank you so much for joining me on the program. How are you? I'm good.
1: I'm pumped. It's been good working in the background, all the social media stuff, but I'm live. First podcast, I'm excited. Set yep. up the background. You know, I got – I oh, wrong, wrong figure. Iowa State, Chicago Cubs, Denver Nuggets. It's going to be good, man. Um, I'm pumped, dude. I'm, I'm happy to join you. You know, hopefully we carry on from your killer winnings. Uh, from last NFL season. Have, happy to get a piece of that.
0: Yeah, thanks. Absolutely. That is the plan. We're going to keep it rolling. Finish really strong with uh, 81K on FanDuel in the uh, championship weekend, and then tie for first in the Millie Maker on DraftKings with these Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I'm excited to continue that trend here, and we're going to have a huge season. Can't wait to build some lineups together share them with our members. And we have a big announcement here to start the season. We've partnered with Pro Football Focus for the entire NFL season. Uh, We just cannot be more excited about that partnership. They have the best data and analytics in the industry. And we're excited to be able to share that here on the podcast a little bit, but really primarily with our our members in our Discord. Uh, So that's one of the benefits we're gonna add this year to our uh, memberships. So. Jump in, you know, tonight or tomorrow, if you'd like uh, to be with us all NFL season, we've got a great deal on the website 350 for the entire season. And with that membership, you're going to get access to some of this PFF uh, data, and you get all of our other sports, baseball, basketball, golf, all of our lineups, we give full lineups on FanDuel and Yahoo, and we give cores on DraftKings, we give the coaches clipboard. So uh, jump in with us at DFS Coach Talk if you want to be with us all season. Um, so, Joe, let's talk a little bit about Tom Brady here. I think he is our uh, thumbnail. Is that correct? You created that?
1: Yeah. Yeah. He's the guy. You know, but he's probably I, earned it. Do you think man he's earned it? He never ages. He's he keeps going. He doesn't age. He's ageless. No.
0: He, he's the ageless wonder. All he does is win Super Bowls, picked up another one last year. But all he cares about now is uh, Dallas here and they are the, they're the big favorites. They're nine and a half point favorites over under 51 and a half. Yeah, and I do want to start out with uh, Tom Brady and this passing attack against Dallas because Dallas had a lot of trouble last year with their secondary defending the pass. Not a good defense. They have uh, tried a new um, situation here with uh, defensive coordinator Dan Quinn. Will he be enough? to change the tide I don't think he's going to be enough to uh, slow down Tom Brady here and if you look at pro football focus one of my favorite stats of uh, week one here is if you look at their top 15 wide receiver cornerback matchups in terms of the advantage for the wide receiver uh, between 11 and 15 in their rankings this week Joe all three Tampa Bay starting receivers all of them
1: Yeah, this is this is
0: I mean, Tom Brady is, you know, he cannot be more excited with Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, Godwin. uh, There was question marks about whether he would play. We're recording this on Wednesday night and he's he's good to go now. He's in. So he's got all three of those weapons. And uh, he's going to spread it around. And so I, I like Brady here. I'd like to pair him up with at least one of his receivers, if not two. On yeah. both DraftKings and Fanduel, I think it, you can make it work. Um, Antonio Brown is is the cheapest of the three on both sites, and at fifty six hundred on DraftKings, Joe, I'm just going to jump right in here and tell you, he's my favorite value captain on DraftKings. Um, you know, Evans and Godwin certainly in the mix. You know, Evans more of a touchdown guy, so I like him on Fanduel. He is expensive, but uh, give me your thoughts on the Tampa uh, passing attack here. Are you with me about Brady and at least one of yeah. those three in in most of your lineups?
1: I I mean at least one of those three, if not if not two of the three. I'm absolutely with you there on Brady. He's coming into the season with a great core. I think almost all the starters are returning for him. Um, they are a comfortable team. They just won the Super Bowl. The currents are going to unveil. Start of the game, emotions are going to be flying. I think he's ready to get after it. And I couldn't agree more on Antonio Brown, um, head coach, um, Bruce for the, for the Buccaneers actually said that in practice, Antonio Brown looks like his Steelers self. That's how it's scary. It is scary.
0: That's scary for the Cowboys and everybody else in the NFL this year.
1: (laughs) It is scary. And uh, between Evans, Godwin and Brown last year, by the end of the season, they were kind of averaging almost the same receptions between six to eight a game. I agree with you. I think Evans is very much a touchdown guy. I think he led the Buccaneers in red zone targets last year with 21. Him and Gronk were the same with 21. Um, Godwin's going to be the one that's going to put you down the field, and, and Antonio Brown's going to have those breakaways. Um, there's, I, I don't think there's that much of a difference between the three. Obviously, there's a little edge, but there is a difference in the salary, and Antonio Brown is cheap, then, cheaper than the rest, and I, I think he's just unreal value there. Um, yep. I think it's great value, and I think you hit the nail on the head.
0: Excellent. Um, by the way, we will continue to talk about showdown strategy sure. on DraftKings throughout the season, and this is something we do. Uh, we go with some of the mid-tier guys sometimes as the captain because, again, on DraftKings, you're going 1.5x the price as well as 1.5x the fantasy points. On, on FanDuel, you don't have to pay up for your MVP. So the strategy is different on DraftKings. That's why we give out different lineups in discord based on the price and, and the matchup and everything else. So let's uh, let's compare the Dallas passing attack, Joe. I know you've been digging around and you've uh, uncovered some information about how everybody feels about Dak being back. Uh, You know, do they have a chance to stay with Brady and, and that passing attack?
1: Yeah, he's back, Andrew. And I'm pumped for you. Got four reps on Monday. He's looking 100%. Um, coach for the Cowboys said he's a caged lion. Quite the quote from him going into <laughs> media day. Um, he's fired up. You know, I know the whole team's fired up for him. Um, as far as competing with Brady and the Buccaneers, it's going to be an uphill battle the whole game for the Cowboys. From a DFS perspective, that's great. I think they're going to be throwing the ball a lot. The over under here is. 51 and a half. Um, obviously the spread is a nine and a half, but they're gonna be throwing a lot. Um, and you look at their core guys, you look at Mari Cooper leading the way, C D Lamb in the second year, uh, Michael Gallup as well. They're going up against some some tough quarterbacks though. Um, quarterbacks you got Winfield, you got Carl Carlton Davis for the Buccaneers. Someone that I'm really hype on, and I want to hear your take as well, is Michael Gallup. So last year he was on the field for 86% of the snaps. Along with Amari Cooper. I think CD Lamb is maybe more in the 70% for the snaps range. Michael Gallup was a deep threat last year. That's kind of his claim to fame. Well, this offseason, they've been working him in the slot and they've been moving CD Lamb to the outside and working them both. And honestly, what that tells me is they want Gallup to be versatile and they want him to be involved in the game. I'm curious if you know this and you can probably tell by my excitement, but who do you imagine got the most red zone targets for the Cowboys last season? Was it Gallup? It was Gallup. 19. Okay. Amari Cooper at 15. And C. at 13. Now, I don't know um, if you share my same excitement. It, what, what's tough is Gallup and Brown are similarly, similarly priced on FanDuel. Um, and like we both said, we love Antonio Brown. But I think a contrarian way to look at it is Michael Gallup with a high pass offense. And I think it is going to be a high-scoring game, especially in the passing game. What do you think on that? What is – uh? What's your take on Gallup and the rest of the core?
0: I like it. I love the stat there about the most red zone targets. I mean, especially on FanDuel, uh, where he is a deep threat. Right. Uh, you know, that's huge because you need touchdowns on FanDuel. Um, you know, uh, the, the question is, where does he end up running most of his routes here in week one? Because I, I also love that you pulled that change in strategy where they want to get him more comfortable with running out of the slot. And that's where you do want to attack this Tampa defense. Like you said, very strong corners, but you can beat them in the slot. Mm-hmm. Uh, look back to last season. Remember when Tyreek Hill had over 200 yards against them mm-hmm. in the first quarter?
1: That was insane.
0: That, that was him running out of the slot, being Tyreek Hill. I mean, Michael Gallup is not Tyreek Hill. We know Are that. You sure? Are you sure? <laughs> I know. I mean, it's close. It's close. <laughs> but – you know, the point is, if he's running there more, then I like his chances a lot better than last year. Uh, you know, does he cut into CD Lamb's routes out of the slot? So that that's a big uh, change here, potentially, for this season uh, that we're going to have to monitor very closely. And, we're you know, we'll track those snap counts. PFF is great at doing that. So we're going to continue to keep our members updated on snap counts and where guys ran their routes because that makes such a big difference in these matchups and you know offensive coordinators coaches quarterbacks this is exactly what they're looking at they're looking for the weakest matchup they can find and they want to exploit it and that's why we try to get in their heads and figure it out so that we can be on those guys so i love the fact that you're looking at gallup and looking at him as a pivot to brown i mean hey let me throw this back at you how about we play them both
1: why not dude why not we have so we have so much value um in in those two guys alone and i and i think i want to add here that as we discuss our showdown captain strategy and just the overall strategy if you're going to be taking these wide receivers and putting them in the captain spot it is it's my best practice i'm sure it's yours you gotta you're gonna want to line them up with qb with their with their respective qb so if you're going to go with antonio brown and your captain make sure you have tom brady there um, I don't mind a lineup where you have both QBs if you think it's going to be that high-scoring game with the pass offense. Um, but I think it's important um, definitely to have your QB aligned with the wide receiver that you're thinking it's going to going to break out.
0: Yeah, I'm with you on that, especially on DraftKings. Uh, and so I will have Brown at, at, and the captain in a bunch of lineups with Brady. I agree. You, you, know, you can't afford both quarterbacks here again, especially on DraftKings, if you go with a receiver as a captain. And here's another thing, especially on a showdown slate, you can go both quarterbacks, but have Dak be naked and not have any of his pass catchers. I know you like Gallup, and usually if you have uh, a quarterback, you want to have one of his receivers, but you don't have to. Uh, Again, especially in a showdown slate, and especially in a game that could be a blowout. Uh, You know, it is a high total. So Vegas is projecting Dallas to score some points here. But we saw what Tampa did to Kansas City, 31 to nine in the Super Bowl with the right. home company. And Again. let's not forget about the injuries on the offensive line for Dallas. All pro oh. right guard. Zach Martin is out. And then one of the backups, Brandon Knight is out because of COVID. So
1: that I mean, is. Dallas is sort of starting behind the eight ball there, aren't they? I, I think that's a nightmare scenario for the yeah. Dallas Cowboys losing Zach Martin. Um, and I think they are behind it. And it's surprising that the total for the game is still so high. Um, and, and with Zach Martin, Ezekiel Elliott had an interesting quote in the media. He said, Zach Martin is the best offensive player on our team. That's what he said. So could wow. you imagine Ezekiel Elliott going to week one after saying that and be like, I have to run without the best offensive player on the Dallas Cowboys. That's tough that is going to make it tough. It's going to make it tough, and and that's why I'm not too big on the Dallas running game here. Um, I think Elliott and and Tony Pollard, um, at the end of the season, they were split in about 60-40, to 70-30. I mean, Elliott's going to be your main guy, but he's going up against the number one rush defense. And without Zach Martin, that's going to be tough. They're going to be playing from behind. They're going to be going up with passes. I mean, I think he hits value if he – maybe punches it in from the two-yard line a couple times. But I don't think it's any shocker that Ezekiel Elliott's a little high-priced. You know, and not my favorite play. I I think I'm going to steer away from the Dallas running backs. I'm curious your take there, um, if you think Elliott could get it done. Um, And then the opposite side of the field with the Tampa Bay guys.
0: With Zeke, he could get it done. He's Zeke, and, you know, he's coming back healthy, ready to go. But I hate the matchup against Tampa. I talked yeah. about it all last year. They weren't letting guys, not, not not 100 yards, they weren't letting guys even rush for 60 yards week in and week out. And to be down two linemen like that, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's going to be pretty for Zeke. You know, he yeah. could – if he slips a tackle, maybe he breaks one and approaches value because, you know, it is week one. It's not like everybody's going to be probably in Super Bowl form here. But – I'd rather fade Zeke in that high price yep. in my first lineup. Um, you know, maybe a GPP, but he he's really way down on the priority list for me. And Pollard, yeah, he could get he could get 30% of the touches here early, uh, as they you know work Zeke into midseason form, playable. But you know, my main plan here is to avoid the Dallas uh, rushing attack. And so let's, let's turn to Tampa here in a second. But first I want to hear about the tight ends for Dallas. Sure. Uh, You have a preference here. Are are you interested in Jarwin at all?
1: I'm interested in Jarwin more than I'm interested in Schultz. Okay. I think they are going to go about 50, 50. Um, Jarwin's listed as the top tight end number one on the depth chart, which is surprising to me. I know you're a Schultz fan uh, Mm because he helped you on the Super Bowl there. Um, (laughs) But I mean, it's kind of surprising that they're going to put Jarwin as their number one after Schultz finished out the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that kind of lets me know they're pretty confident. He's fully back from injury and um, he's ready to take it over. Now there's a couple other values I like uh, within their price range, which we'll get to. Um, indications show that they're going to be splitting about 50-50. And my take with the majority of the pass is going to be going to um, those three main guys for Dallas for the wide receivers you're really hoping that one of them touches the end zone between Jarwin and Schultz I think Jarwin will be on the field for a majority of the time but I'm not overall thrilled to be putting them in my lineup
0: okay yeah I like that approach um this is one of those situations where you, you you know you have to make a decision every time you play DFS you're deciding if you avoid a situation you're devo- you're deciding I don't want to play either guy um and that's probably how I'll approach it because even if one of them does, you know, get a few catches, you know, fifty two hundred, for example, for Blake Jarwin on DraftKings. I mean, Antonio Brown's fifty-six hundred. So right. I'm pretty I'm pretty comfortable paying the extra four hundred for Antonio Brown in that uh, week one here. Okay, excellent. I agree agree that all right. Well, before we get into a little bit more of the Tampa side, Joe, why don't you uh tell folks a little bit about what's going on with us for social media, because yeah. that's been something you've been heavily involved with us for a long time. So uh, the, the Twitter contest, et cetera.
1: Yeah. We have a great offer out there. We're actually give, it's our largest giveaway. We're giving away the $350 NFL DFS package. Um, and we say NFL DFS cause it spans the entire season, but I mean, you're getting NBA in there. You're finishing up MLB. You're getting some PGA still, you still get all sports for the span of the NFL DFS season. And what we're doing on Twitter, uh, you can find us at DFS Coach Talk. You go to our pinned tweet. Our goal is to surpass 100 retweets on that tweet. And one of those retweeters will get the $350 value NFL DFS season pass. Um, And it's awesome. I think we're at, I want to say 68 retweets right now. I'm sure with this dropping and a couple more podcasts coming, uh, we'll get there. We got to get there by Sunday, September 12th. so, yeah, we have a $350 NFL DFS season pass. We also have a five-day pass, $19, which is perfect if you're going to be playing Thursday through Monday. You just want to try out our NFL for the week. You're going to love it. We have a great community. You're going to see those wins come in, and then you're going to stick around. But if you just want to try it out for those five days, that's a great option as well. Um, and both of those um, have been going really well lately, especially with the announcements of PFF and everything included um, you know we also have a three-day um, pass as well as a week month year um, you can go to our website dfscoach.com check out that membership tab I promise you're gonna see something that's right for you um, and then you know obviously we're gonna be excited to have you join but if you're trying to win a free membership you know go retweet that tweet
0: excellent good yeah and then if you join you'll get into our discord and yep. you can hang out with Joe and I and talk football we'll talk some. We uh Iowa State, some some Denver. Joe is all things Denver. Oh. So, yeah. you know, I'm glad that we've got you here focused on football in early September because I know mid to late October, you're going to be all about the Denver Nuggets here. So we got to keep our focus right. on the NFL.
1: Good, you know, good thing the Denver Broncos don't play too many Thursday Night football games.
0: Yeah, right. That's right. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah, you're going to be our expert on the Broncos, no doubt. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit more about Tampa here. Uh, we've talked about the passing attack. How about this backfield? Now, yep. in the in the Super Bowl, Fournette really uh, stole the headlines, played great, got in the end zone. He's the most expensive uh, in this backfield. Ronald Jones is a, a player to, uh, to consider. And then here's the big news. Giovanni Bernard is in town, no longer in Cincy. Yeah. He has been the third down back for Tampa here in the preseason. He played all the third downs with the starters. And you know, that was the big weakness last year for Fournette and Jones was who was going to be out there on third down. Could, could they catch passes? Neither one of them really has done much in terms Mm -hmm. of being a a pass catcher out of the backfield. So nice pickup by Tampa. And like you talked about earlier, I think it's a a point worth repeating, Joe, Tampa was incredible about keeping this team together. You're going to basically see the same team as you saw in the Super Bowl. And I think Bernard might be the biggest difference, uh, uh, you know, to see him out there on third down. Um, But, uh, you know, if we get a a ton of exposure to the Tampa passing attack, there's not much left in our roster for one of these running backs. And I think they're priced fairly in terms of the, the stagger here where Fournette is most expensive, Jones in the middle, Bernard the cheapest. If I had to pick Fournette or Jones, I will pick Fournette just because of the way he finished the season. Yep. Uh, you know, I think that will go a long way. But it could be a, a split situation in terms of carries. So you know, there is there is something to be said for Jones being cheaper, more of a value play. But I will probably bypass Jones and go down to Bernard if I'm going to go with one of the cheaper guys because at two thousand on DraftKings, remember that's PPR. You know, if you're new to NFL DFS, you're starting out this season, maybe you've been focusing on other sports, the the scoring difference is critical here in NFL. Point per reception, DraftKings, half-point PPR on FanDuel. So on on DraftKings, Bernard at 2,000 is very playable for me. He's in my player pool because if he catches a couple passes, maybe even scores, you know, he could be the difference maker on this slate. So – uh. Yeah. You know, I'm sort of, I'm definitely more interested in this backfield than Dallas, but I don't have any slam dunk plays that I think are must plays. What, what's your view on it?
1: I agree with you. I think if I had to choose between Fournette and Jones, I'm gonna take Fournette. I think Giovanni Bernard takes away from his passing upside, if, if there was passing upside <laughs> for Leonard Fournette. Um, I think Giovanni Bernard is the best value of the three. Um, you know, if your game script in that this is gonna get out of hand, um, and they're just gonna run out with Tampa. Um, I think Giovanni Bernard, like you said, in DraftKings, at 2 k it's an insane price. He can punch it in for third down. He could move it across the line. He could catch passes. I mean, there's no short of opportunity that Giovanni Bernard um, can have. And you think to yourself, can Tampa Bay get better? Um, you know, And they did. Uh, so that's just unfortunate for the rest of the league. Um, but I think Giovanni Bernard's a great play. Um, I think he's a good value as well. I want to switch it over to a value that I think is also there on the Tampa Bay side. Um, and it's in their tight end room. Okay. Among, there's three headed monster of Gronk, Cameron Brate and OJ Howard. Um, I don't love the three tight end room. It's crowded. who um, yeah, really, does. Right. But if you're Other looking at Tom
0: Brady, cause he's got some options.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, Tom Brady could throw to Wes Welker again, and I'm sure they'll still win a Super Bowl. Of course, Gronk led last year uh, at the end of the year with touchdowns, red zone um, targets. He was their man. Cameron and Brady and O.J. Howard were a little bit on the back end. Um, but O.J. Howard also only played the first four weeks. And Tom Brady likes to use all of his options. Um, actually, in those first four weeks for O.J. Howard, he was the number 13 tight end. In three of those four weeks, he eclipsed, he eclipsed 49 yards or got a touchdown in those games. O.J. Howard is pretty low on the price, um, and I like him as a value. I also like Gronk. I think I think any of those targets are good. But if you're looking for value in that tight end room, I don't. I wouldn't shy away from O.J. Howard. I think he's a good value pick. Um, Tom Brady in an interview just came out and said, "I think O.J. Howard is poised to have a great season." I'm curious what you're thinking if that's if that holds some weight. But to me, if Tom Brady, the man responsible for giving him targets, or helping him have a great season is saying he's going to have a great season. I like that. Yeah,
0: so, you know, I'm, I'm glad you picked up on that, and I agree. I mean, the 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 big point here is that this is a real challenge, this three-headed monster here. And, yeah, Brady's excited because he's got multiple options, but we're supposed to pick one, right? And it's <laughs> tough with O.J. Howard coming back into the mix. So to answer your question, I would rather, if I'm an O.J. Howard owner or if I'm going to play him Uh, in this week one, I would rather Brady say that than not, right? If he didn't give that vote of confidence, then I'd be very concerned. But Tom Brady, I've been listening to him for 20 years in New England with this sort of commentary, and he has, you know, uh, become very consistent with that type of talk as a, a vote of confidence, but it doesn't necessarily mean a vote of confidence like some other quarterback would give somebody who's going to be a star. I mean, you know, he's used to giving that vote of confidence to guys who are just going to be on the special teams. And, you know, he learned from Bill Belichick. And if a guy does his job really well, that might mean just playing special teams and getting one catch per week. So I, I I am not ready to anoint Howard as you know, the lead tight end or the guys are going to get the most targets. He could, He absolutely could because of his youth, his talent, his athleticism. And to your point, his price is a lot better than Gronk's. (laughs) So, you know, I see your interest there as a value play. Uh, I'm hesitant with this tight end group, just like the Dallas one. Um, Because again, you know, when push comes to shove, I think Tom will lean on Gronk uh, in the red zone. And Bray, you know, he's no slouch himself. So... I think you're, you know, you're playing with fire a little bit if you play one of these tight ends. So, again, to me, if you're playing only one lineup, I don't know if I'd go there. If you're playing multiple lineups, then I think it's smart to get exposure to those guys.
1: Give them a shot. Sure. Yep. Well, it sounds like we're heavy on both sides for the QBs, wide receiver rooms. I think something that we didn't touch on that maybe people have a question about, and I'm curious what your take is. If you had a choice between Amari Cooper and C.D. Lamb, what, do you, who do you want?
0: I'll take cd lamb because he's going to be in the slot more uh and in this matchup uh that's where i want to go here i don't want to go on the outside where cooper is although you know he is more of a, a big play threat a touchdown guy but uh i'll go with lamb and Gallup here over cooper
1: nice same boat okay there yeah
0: excellent all right well i think we've Great. covered it pretty well here Um, uh, really enjoyed this pod here with you joe looking forward to doing these more as we preview Thursday night shows coming up, I do wanna uh, tell folks about the plans for the rest of the weekend, because we do have a main slate coming here on week one. Uh, Lots of games on Sunday to break down. And so I'm gonna do a show with Josh Crash Davis on Saturday for that. So we'll post that mid-Saturday afternoon. So be sure to be on the lookout for that. And while you're at it, if you don't mind, do subscribe to the YouTube channel here Uh, Click that thumbs up and hit the alert button so you know when that podcast post for the main slate uh, Because we want to have you prepared for that Uh, Any other final thoughts here Joe anything I missed?
1: I don't think so. I'm excited for the season. We're gonna crush it uh, like we always do and it's gonna be it's gonna be great I'm excited to be on more pod more podcasts with you and you know follow our social medias we'll be sharing those winners out Um, and if I couldn't reiterate it enough Go retweet that pin tweet because you might just win a full season of DFS.
0: Absolutely. Uh, in the meantime, if you have any questions, reach out to us on Twitter. Also at DFS Coach Talk. Jump in with a membership on Thursday here if you want to get the full lineups for FanDuel and Yahoo that we're going to give out, cash lineups, GPP lineup that you can plug and play, and our core advice on DraftKings. Again, that's at DFSCoachTalk.com. And then join us again on Thursday for the main slate show and then come back next week and joe and i will break down the thursday night game next week so thank you all for tuning in on behalf of joe stanton and the rest of the dfs coach talk team i'm andrew hansen we'll see you next time as we look to crush it in dfs